Welcome to the Plus Six Podcast. My name is Pete, and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round 20. Podcast record date is Monday night, August the 2nd. Round 20 takeaways. It was certainly a week to adapt. Three games moved from Queensland to Melbourne. Two games cancelled on Saturday, all played on Sunday. It was also a high ceiling week. Jack Steele won 62 points. Rowan Marshall, 139 points. Tuke Miller, 135 points. Christian Petrarca, 136 points. Chad Wingard, 147 points. Jago O'Meara, 146 points. Jared Lyons, all in the same game, 153 points. Dane Zorko there as well, 132 points. Zach Merritt rebounded, 142 points. Callum Mills from his rest, 152 points. Andrew Brayshaw, 156 points in a monster performance, and Adam Chera getting it done in the midfield again for the Dockers, 138 points. On to the nine games. St Kilda versus Carlton, five takeaways. St Kilda, plus 23 contested possession in round 20, equals second best differential this season. Carlton, minus 7 inside 50 differential in round 20, 2.55 points per inside 50 against the Saints, anything above 2 is a high number. Jack Steele, as I mentioned earlier, 162 points. High midfield usage, just getting it done with high ceiling gains that appears week in, week out. Ron Marshall uh, hit the jackpot there. Late out was Paddy Ryder. Then, early in the first quarter, Tom DeConning injured his uh, ribs and chest and did not return. So that was just an ideal matchup for Ron Marshall to go off, and he did 139 points. And Matthew Kennedy, a week after spending some time forward due to the Carlton lack of tours, he spends most of his time through that midfield and rebounds with 109 points. Just some game notes there. As I mentioned earlier, Tom DeConning, chest, he's questionable for round 21. Eddie Betts, ankle, he's questionable for round 21. Brad Hill was assessed for calf injury. Dougal Howard, uh, some chance he's out for the remainder of the season with a hamstring injury. Hunter Clark is going to miss round 21 with concussion protocol. Onto the Western Bulldogs versus Adelaide. Windy conditions at Mars Stadium in Ballarat. Five takeaways. Western Bulldogs, 68.6 average uncontested marks. Last eight games. Season average, 76.7. Adelaide, 331 disposals in round 20. Crows, 348.3 season average, and that is ranked last. Rolly O'Brien, 44 hitouts, 129 points. Tim English, 27 hitouts, 105 points. Uh, if you haven't noticed, Ballarat, windy conditions, plenty of throw-ins, plenty of ball-ups, and you're going to get monster hitouts. So both O'Brien and English post games over 100 points. Josh Dunkley not really spending a high amount of time in that midfield for the Bulldogs just yet as he returns from long-term injury. Obviously had that period off due to COVID protocol as well. Just 53 points for Dunkley. Just some game notes there, Chase Jones, uh, Quad Cork, uh, he's questionable for round 21, and Elliot Himmelberg is probable for round 21, and he had a knee knock. Icing late in the game, he was. Adam Trelaw for the Bulldogs, ankle syndesmosis, he's expected to be available for round 21. On to North Melbourne versus Geelong. Low contested top game this was, five takeaways. North Melbourne, minus 26 inside 50 differential in round 20. Second worst differential this season for the Kangaroos. Geelong, season low 96 contested possessions in round 20. 
season average for the catchers 123.4 and that is still ranked last so it's a very low contested type game this was on to Collingwood versus West Coast uh, this game was over early to midway uh, through quarter two so it just became an uncontested mark uh, type game so it was pretty much over after the first quarter uh, five takeaways Collingwood 156 uncontested marks in round 20 highest recorded uncontested marks by any team this season West Coast, minus 41.2 disposal differential from their last 10 games. Jack Crisp, uh, spending some quality time there through at halfback for the Magpies, 125 points again, another ceiling game. Jordan Degoe, inside midfield usage, plenty of centre bounces there as well, just getting it done with games over 100 points for Degoe, 125 points for him. And Brody Grundy, just 18 hitouts, but he did add 22 disposals, 10 marks, 6 tackles, 129 points for Grundy. And just some game notes there, Brady Grundy was assessed for a leg injury. He did limp off and go down to the change room. So, yeah, just keep an eye out if there's any news about for Grundy this week. On to Gold Coast versus Melbourne. Five takeaways. Gold Coast considered 71.5 average inside 50s from their last two games. That is a monster amount. Anything above 60 is pretty huge, and they are at 71.5 in their last two games. Melbourne conceded 339.6 disposals from their last five games. That is ranked second. So teams coming up against the Demons aren't finding the ball with ease at all. Christian Petrarca, bounce back again. 136 points for him. Obviously high midfield usage there for Petrarca, and he can hit the scoreboard as well. Braden Fiorini for the Suns, again, inside midfield usage. Uh, just racking it up with ease pretty much on the outside and inside for the for the Suns there. And Tuke Miller, yet another ceiling game. A monster season for Miller. High inside midfield usage and getting it done with plenty of ball on the outside as well. 135 points for Miller in round 20, even though the Suns got destroyed in that game. Just some game notes there. Tom McDonald, he was subbed out of this game with a back concern. Jack Varney, he's been sent to the tribunal. That likely to happen on Tuesday, so just check out for his availability. And especially if he misses this week, there will be a midfield uh, spot available at least for this week depending on if he is suspended or not and Chris Burgess for the Suns was assessed for a finger concern he did come back onto the ground onto Hawthorne versus Brisbane five takeaways Hawthorne 22 scoring shots in round 20 the Hawks averaged 19.5 this season and that is ranked 17th Brisbane have conceded 60 or more inside 50s in two of their last three games so obviously the lines have dropped off in the last couple of weeks. Hippo did go ahead of that team, but yeah, they've dropped off somewhat and conceding a stack of inside 50s there as well. Uh, one player for Brisbane is still getting it done. Jared Lyons, obviously a high inside midfield usage, 153 points, another ceiling game. And Chad Wingard was uh, sprinkled through that centre bounce usage for the Hawks there, 147 points. He found the ball with ease. It gets pretty much a lacklustre Brisbane team. And Lockie Neal was assessed for a head clash there. He did go off the ground. And was assessed, 75 points for Neil, so he did struggle for most of that game. Just some game notes there. Sam Frost was assessed for a risk concern, did finish the game. Luke Bruce, he was assisted off the ground with a knee concern. It has come out on Monday night from the Hawks that he is uh, suffering some bone bruising, so no, no long-term injury there for Bruce. And Lockie Neal again with that uh, head clash early in the game and just a low-scoring output for Neil. On to Essendon versus Sydney. This was a high-tempo type game. Five takeaways. Essendon, 2.04 points per inside 50 in round 20. 
Season average for the Bombers, 1.65. Again, anything above 2 is high. Sydney, 108 uncontested marks around 20. Season average for the Swans, 81.6. Callum Mills after his week off. Obviously, inside midfield usage, 152 points for Mills. Zach Merritt rebounded well, 142 points for him. And Justin McInerney was used through that midfield quite a lot, 101 points for him. Just some game notes there. Isaac Kenny was assessed for a thumb injury. Onto the Bombers, Jaden Laverde, shoulder concern. He's likely available for this week. Dawson Heppel, he's out for round 21 with a thumb injury. Kyle Langford, out with a hamstring injury for three weeks. Fremantle versus Richmond. This was a high-pressure type game. Five takeaways. Fremantle, plus 26 contested possession differential in round 20. Season average. Differential for the Dockers, plus 4.3. Richmond, plus 10 inside 50 differential in round 20 against Dockers. Season average differential for the Tigers is plus 1.3. Andrew Brayshaw, 156 game. Unbelievable game for Brayshaw. High contested numbers. 156 points again. Adam Chera, 138 points. High midfield usage there. And just going back to Justin Longmuir last week, he did say those inside midfield type players were going to see an increase in game time. So the output there from Brayshaw and Chera is likely reflected from that. Onto Sydney Stack, he was outstanding for the Tigers. Game high 10 marks, 99 points. Just some game notes there. Bailey Banfield uh, was assisted from the ground. Concussion protocol, he's out for round 21. Onto GWS versus Port Adelaide. GWS, 69 uncontested marks in round 20. Season average for the Giants, 81.6. Port Adelaide, plus 19 inside 50 differential in round 20. Plus 19 average for the last two games for Port Adelaide. Carl Amon, 31 disposals, getting it done again for Port Adelaide, 122 points. James Peatling, he was outstanding on debut for the Giants, 19 disposals, 7 marks. And he played that halfback role, intercepting mark top role. So uh, good good spot there for Peatling to get it done early in his career. And Tim Taranto playing out of that centre square. So interesting that late in the season that is the case. And just 51 points only for Taranto. Just some game notes there. Phil Davis. Concussion protocol, out for round 21. Jacob Hopper, concussion protocol, out for round 21. Tim Taranto was assessed with a shoulder concern at three-quarter time. Josh Kelly looked like he did tweak an ankle again in that game. Assessed, came back onto the ground to finish. And Shane Munford, as per Leon Cameron post-game, unlikely to be available for round 21. Okay, that's it for episode 106. Jeppa and I will return on Tuesday night with episode 107 and we will talk AFL Fantasy Classic overall ranking. Until then, have a good night.